This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is your boy DJ Smoke Quizzy. Welcome to CliffCentral.com. This is the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. It's another privilege to have you guys or to be with you guys this morning. Um, and I promise you, we got a very interesting show coming for you. And every single Thursday, we try to bring you something that is interesting, something that is worth listening to, something that is for the youth out there, something for those who are grown up. Uh, we don't really... Um, you know, focus on a, on a, on a, on a, you know, a particular age group, but we all, we are a youthful show. We're all about inspiring and bringing you um, interesting stories and people to share their journeys. And hopefully, um, at home, you're going to be inspired. But yeah, this is DJ Smoke Cruzy. Um, it's an honor, an honor again to be with you guys. And it's always, always a pleasure to be on air. And I've had a very fantastic week. It's been, there's been a, quite a lot of things that have been happening in and around the country. There's a lot of things that have been happening, um, on the media. Um, and I've been paying attention And some of it is very sad Some of it is very funny And you know one of them that I can point out I mean the other day I was on social media And there, there was a trend that's going on about the Datsun Go Car um, Sorry I mean I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm actually giving free advertising But hey it was a funny story And someone actually rejected a present from um, from um, from one of I mean it was a boyfriend who bought a car for, for a lady And she rejected it because I don't know The car was not worthy enough for her to have and it was very interesting to observe that. And it, you know, it brought a quite, a, a quite a lot of questions when I actually saw the comments. People were commenting that has he, does she even have enough money to even buy a car for herself? Uh, blah, 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 blah. It was, there was a whole lot of things. And again, I mean, um, as you look at through the social media, we also saw quite interesting things unfolding during the week with our minister, Malusi Gigaba. And it, there was a very interesting video circulating around WhatsApp and social media. You know, it's something that I don't think that most, most of us were very pleasant to see from the minister himself but he had a lot to say as I was actually watching parliament the other day um, I think uh, the, um, the parliament member um, uh, Mr. Nlozi made a joke in parliament with him and there was a couple of things that people were not very satisfied about with the responses uh, with regards to that but yeah there were some of the things that unfolded there were some of uh, positive things uh, there was there was uh, soccer that was happening yesterday to all the soccer fans we saw Man United against Juventus um, and uh, Man United came back from the um, came back with a bang and they managed to snatch the game away from Juventus and I'm sure all the Man United fans are very thrilled to to see that they, they actually won the game and yeah man it was something that was pretty exciting and uh, you know and also um, on the other other fronts there was a couple of things that were happening uh, we saw also last week I think there was the burial of uh, WHP the legend in the music industry the hip hop legend in South Africa who really played a huge role and uh, as the Unplugged and In Charge radio show we pay so much respect to the family and we say to him he rest in peace but then again there was something that was happening after that with the wife and the family there was a whole lot of um, you know debate around um, his his you know his child and what the family was doing to the to the wife you know everybody was uh, behind the wife being strong and all of that but then again we we heard that um, the child was being chased away from the family and it sparked a, a very big conversation around the country about um, marriage and the in-laws and people being married and then you know we found out that it was a customary marriage um, but then again you know there was a, a couple of things that got people talking in terms of you know uh, when people decide to actually officially tie the knot uh, what are some of the 
the the you know um Ways that they can look at to make sure that they're protected And there's nothing that actually happens that causes drama After one of the, the partners passes away But it was something that really got us thinking a little bit And then again, there was a couple of achievements um, You know, there's a lady in, in at, the, at uh, the University of UKZN um, I'm going to share something uh, with you I actually took note of it If you can just give me a little bit of a moment for me to find it uh, let me scroll down some of my notes so I can make sure that I actually say the right thing. Yes, man. Her name is Nomfundo Tobega um, Masangeni. She completed her PhD in chemistry at the University of uh, KZN. She has become the youngest PhD holder in South Africa. And she's recognized as a committed young woman and draws inspiration from, uh, Dr. Mthangeni. Um, and she, she's done quite an outstanding work, um, you know, when it comes to education. And there's, um, there's a couple of things that young people are doing out there that is really outstanding. And we do observe that. And also something else that is quite interesting, uh, 14 of, 14 of our township schools will have an, an option to study Portuguese in addition to Swahili. And our indigenous languages Something that's very exciting for our kids To participate in these programs To enhance their economic opportunities And as you know, as we go forward you know, It's always good to see young people Participating within the mainstream economy And to also be to know what's happening Out there within Africa and the world at large To be able to be in touch with what's happening um, You know, within the first world and other continents and to be able to, you know, cause one thing that I find, you know, we, 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 this kind of a thing, it restricts the kids to be able to understand what's happening. Cause I mean, some kids have an opportunity to go study overseas and they find themselves that they have never come across any of the languages that they, they, they encounter with, uh, within other countries. And this opportunity, and, in, and I think it's brought by the Department of Education in South Africa to just broaden, um, the opportunities for young people to do whatever they do, whether it's business, whether it's careers, whatever that it is that they they wish to partake in but that's some of some of the interesting um, information that I wanted to share with you in the beginning of the show uh, just before we start uh, we're going to be having two brilliant guests in the show uh, who are going to be with me uh, throughout and they're going to share their stories and speak about some of the things that they do um, share their journey and inspire you back home and yeah man it's also beautiful to see that some of my friends around me they're actually warning shout out to my boy Focalistic with his uh, latest single Dunkin' Bila which is something that is amazing and I say this because he's my boy I've seen him grown up uh, grow up in the music industry before even you know he is where he is today and he's really killing the game and he's making a lot of these experienced and uh, you know so called big artists in South Africa uh, you know he's shaking the feathers and he's making them um, stay on their toes and well done to him but yeah man it's, a, it's the Unplugged and In Charge radio show we all, we're all about construction or constructive conversations and we're going to be Chilling, I'm going to be chilling with you between 11 and 12 p.m. And yeah, man, on my front, there's a couple of things that are interesting that are coming up um, within the month of December. I'm not going to um, share some of them. I think I'm just going to sort of uh, drop them um, in announcement for now. And then as the weeks go on and as you listen to the Unplugged and In Charge radio show, I'm going to be sharing um, a couple of things. And do stay tuned in because I'm going to share some stuff, I think, in the last 10 minutes of the show. Um, I'm going to let you know. Some of the stuff that is interesting That's going to be happening within this weekend And the coming weekend And later on this month And I can assure you this month of November 
We're going to be closing off 2018 in a bang because some of the guests that are going to be coming in in the next uh, next week and the following week until we close off for holidays i can assure you that we have a lineup to die for and please please do not do not stop listening to the unplugged and in charge radio show if you want to interact with me i'm at smokeuzi on twitter at Smokuzi on Instagram, um, I'm at Smokuzi or uh, at DJ Smokuzi on Facebook. So if you wanna uh, wanna tag me or ask anything that you hear on the show from our guests, you're more than welcome to tag me, and you can hashtag Unplugged Radio Show. I'm actually suffering from flu, and um, I found out that I'm actually not the only. I thought I was the only one, and it is so funny that I'm suffering from flu, and it's it's so hard, and it's funny that the weather the past few days. It's actually been very, very, very funny. And for, for this time of the year, for us to experience a bit of winter within spring, it's very funny. I think that's why everybody's getting sick because the body gets warm and then all of a sudden there's a cold weather and then everybody has flu and then you encounter someone. And I'm a person that, you know, I work with people. I greet a lot of people, handshakes, it's hugs and all of that. So for me to catch flu is easy, you know. So, but I've been trying to nurse myself. I've been suffering the past, I think, few days. I think there's a time that I, I mean, I couldn't function at all. And I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to just sleep. I'm going to take medication. I'm going to drug myself. I'm just going to sleep, wake up, eat healthy, make sure that I'm healthy and I keep and I look after myself. And I do a little, a little bit of exercise. I don't normally exercise, which is something that it's, I need to make sure that I actually, um, you know, take seriously because I need to look after myself. But yeah, that's, that's from my side. I'm getting a little bit better. Um, as you can hear on it, I'm trying my best to be strong and to make sure that I make no mistakes. But yeah, no flu shall prosper. Because I'm going to have a good show I'm looking forward to be having a guest I'm, I'm actually with Upalesa uh, With me today Who's going to be sharing her story on the show And I also have another guest that's on his way And we're going to have a very fantastic, fantastic, fantastic show And I'm going to bring Upalesa onto the, onto the mic Hello Upalesa Hi Can you hear me? I can hear you Sure How are you doing? I'm good How are you? I'm you great I'm flu. great yeah, 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 I've got flu And, and you I'm actually hugged me downstairs And you're like, I might just get sick Yeah? Yeah Nah, you're not going to get sick, trust <laughs> I me I hope not Nah, nah, you're not going to get sick So don't worry about that But yeah, how are you doing? I'm okay, man Just mm-hmm. not I, I really hate uh, cold weather So mm-hmm. it makes me uncomfortable Yeah? So yeah, but I'm good Did you get flu over the past few days by any chance? I mean, not over the past few days But like the last winter and flu always gets me like at the end of winter mm-hmm. So I can survive the whole winter And like when it leaves, it's like no, I forgot about you yeah. And then it comes back All So right. yeah Alright, cool What were some of your highlights through um, in the past week? Um, I've actually been so busy um, But it's for me, it's definitely WHP's passing Like... It's actually very deep And what Lerato's going through Is also just another Different world That it, it's very complex When you touch issues like that You know Because when things are good Between two people People always share things Right But when things are bad Like You don't make announcements You know So For me It's it's definitely been um, The WHP passing You know I've been listening to his music a lot and just remembering and um, the impact that he's made and 
it reminded me of why I started liking um, Motoko music and groups like Morafe and you know and and so yeah that was like my biggest highlight mm-hmm. you know yeah all right and some of the lessons that you've learned throughout um, th- uh, during this week time management I think. Cause like I've, I've been going through like a lot of changes in like the past two weeks. And I think the one thing that actually stood out was like time, 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 time. Sure. You know? So, um, actually, I think God is speaking to me. Yeah. <laughs> so my time needs to be on time. <laughs> okay. So it's something yeah. that you need to make sure that you, yeah, you're on point. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. Cool. And then today's a Thursday. Mm. And, um, I think the other day I was tweeting. And I said to my, and I, and I tweeted a tweet that says, um, I remember the days of, uh, spin, spin tops, uh, yo-yos and, and Pokemon. Mm. And it was something that I was just reflecting that, you know, um, you know, it's always good to, to you know, I, I mean, it's a privilege to have grown up in that area. And mm. I find that it's something that you, you won't find a lot in, in these days, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, those are actually some of the best days. And I, I can definitely remember, the day I learned how to like spin the top and it was like, wow, like it was an achievement. Yeah. You know, and oh, Pokemon, I mean, Pokemon was different because we were watching it and then there were like newspaper articles about it being demonic and when you're sleeping, they're going to come out and strangle you in your sleep and you're like, guys, like we're just watching cartoons, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for some time we were actually not allowed to watch it because it was in the papers. Sure. You know, and obviously, Back then, like, whatever was in the newspapers was, like, a real thing, you mm. know. And that died out. And then we started watching it again. I mean, nobody died. Nobody got strangled in their sleep. Yeah. So it was actually a great era. That that was the era when we didn't have problems. Like, you just needed new marbles. And you'd, like, tell your mom, okay, I lost all my marbles. I need new marbles. <laughs> you know what I mean? And marbles was such a thing that... You actually didn't know that you can walk into a shop and buy them. Sure. And all we knew was you have to win them, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was a great era. It really yeah. was. Today is, 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 I mean, it's, it's a Thursday and normally people say it's a throwback Thursday. Yeah. What's, what's, what are some of the games that you, you can reflect on, you know, that you, you, you grew up loving and you took a lot of lessons from as, as you were, a ki- when you were a kid? Um, it's actually two. Um, I used to play the ghetto. Um, that's uh, the game with the stones where you have the stones in like a circle and you throw one of the stones up and then you pull them out of the circle, you know. So I was actually very good at that game. And what I actually learned from that game was the lesson of detail. You know, and also, um, strategy because the girl who stayed next door, um, she actually taught me how to play with those stones. And I kind of like was watching her and I was like, and then I learned all the strategies of how to win. So every time someone would be like, um, um, do you want to, I don't, I don't let I'm like, no, come through, you know, cause yeah. like I knew I had all the strategies and obviously I'd beat them, like, you know. Sure. So that was actually one of the best games that I enjoyed playing. And then the others were just, um, spinning. Um, what is it? Skipping. You yeah. You know, yeah. Take it, take it, don't. You know? <laughs> that was my favorite. That sure. was my favorite, yeah. There was an interesting tweet that I saw about the stones. Yeah. They were saying, there's a picture, I think probably you do know it. Um, it's a girl that's got, um, it's, it's a picture that's captured 
with a girl concentrating on a stone in the air mm. while she's obviously trying to play with Pull them. Pull them out, and, yeah. And, and the caption said that, um, no wonder why girls can be able to dribble guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about that? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm gonna, I'm sticking to my story. Yeah. You know, learn strategies. I'm implementing them in different ways. I don't know about dribbling guys though. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That was a funny uh meme though. <laughs> yeah, very, very funny. <laughs> yeah. But that's something something that's very, very interesting. All right, uh Palesa, look man, uh we're gonna take a little bit way back. Mm. We wanna know about who Palesa is, um what's Palesa what she has gone up to, what she's doing, but we wanna know where does Palesa come from? Okay, I am originally from Tembisa. I'm from Hospital View. Uh, born in um, October 23rd. Like my party, my birthday just passed actually. Uh, born in 1990. Um, I am my mother's only child, but you know, like come in in black households, you you grow up. You live with your uncles, aunts, and everyone, and then they, their children, your cousins, technically are actually your siblings, you know. So when I say I've got uh, my older brother, my older sister, my younger sister, they actually like my aunt's kids, but those are my siblings. So I never really count myself as an only child. Like when someone always asks, "So, um, how many siblings do you have?" I always start with, "Okay." I do have brothers and sisters, but sure. technically I am my mom's only child. But, um, yeah, I grew up in Tembisa. Um, I went to school in Midrand. We started school in Midrand and then I went to Halfway House Primary. I matriculated at Midrand High. Um, yeah, and then there were like for some parts of my life, uh, I moved when I was in high school. I moved out. We, my, my mom and I moved out, and then we stayed in Midrand. So that's when I was like primary, and then uh, high school, and then we kind of we moved back home, and then from home, uh, I I moved to Varsity. I was staying in Joburg, and I went to UJ. So it was a big adjustment because I mean I was staying on my own, and I. I used to like going out, you know. So went out, um, trying to juggle the books. But there was just this one class I had at seven thirty on a Friday, and Thursday nights in Joburg were really nice, you know. There was some event called um the jump off at cool running, so we always used to go there. So the seven thirty was a bit of a struggle, and that was probably why I didn't um, finish in UJ. But then um, I made the conscious decision. I moved back home to Tembisa and I decided to finish my degree um, through UNISA. That's when I changed to studying communication science. Okay, hold it yeah. up there. <laughs> I was like going all in. like. <laughs> all right, hold it up there. Yeah. So you tell me that when you moved and you went to study in tertiary, mm. you, you became a nightlife person. I mean, it, I didn't become it because I've always been. Like, I started hanging out with my older cousins when I was 15. I mean, the first time I was in the club, I was like 15, 16. Wow. So, and how did you manage that? I mean, they were older. They they would, like, dress me up. They'd be like, okay, no, you need to wear these shoes. You have to wear this. You need to look old, you know? Mm-hmm. So I made it, and that's that's literally how I've been. And I think my mom 
My mom knew about it actually But she trusted me Because I was with like My older siblings Like you know Older what, cousins and Were your older siblings uh, Behaved? Oh definitely And they were very like Overprotective over me Like even if guys Would try talking Like no I'll leave my little sister alone You know They'd like be so like okay. Overprotective Alright that's good then Yeah Yeah And I mean it, it went on From uh, 2006 Or 16 And 17 When I got to matric it was still happening And my mom trusted me Because every time I'd go over to my friend's place And if I was sleeping over at a friend's place I would take my bags I'd take my books and study I would always pass So my mom really never had a problem And my friends knew that If we're leaving for a party at like 7 I'm literally I bath early And then I'm studying before we leave So sure. I kind of I managed it well But now I think with When I got to varsity It kind of became it was just a bad habit, you know. Uh, the procrastination was like, oh, okay, I'll study later. Oh, okay, I don't need to go to this class, you know. And I realized that I'm not the kind of person who can attend class, you know. I mean, I can, I have, if I'll do it if I have to, but if I can stay home and study, then that's definitely what I'll do. And that's why I think I excelled when I was in Unisa, you know. So, so, so what, what, what were some of the things? Cause I'm trying to concentrate on, on, um, this is something that a lot of young people go through mm. Where you find that someone You know They were probably like an A student mm. In matric They move and they go to tertiary And then obviously then They obviously get exposed yeah. to the nightlife And they go partying And then they end up You know digressing mm. And I'm trying to find The the the, the, the root cause of you um, You know um, Losing concentration To the point that it led you Not to firstly attend school mm. And then eventually you saw that Look you're not doing well in your studies And you went back home what what was what was your what is the problem that you identified? I think it's you. I mean, just for lack of a better explanation, I think you kind of lie to yourself that you've got it under control, you know. Because and it also comes in with the procrastination that um okay, if I've got a class at eleven, I mean I can sleep until eight. And then when eight comes, ah, but my class is at eleven. Okay, let me just take another nap, you know, and then. You've practically napped the whole day mm-hmm. You haven't been to class right. And then you think that you can cover what you missed But yeah. there's there's always just some place where you actually just get caught up And what you thought you could cover, you actually don't And then you realize that you've actually been doing that for all of your subjects And now you don't have enough time to cover projects You don't have enough time to cover tutorials Like you don't And sure. the worst thing about Well I mean it's not the worst thing But with with tutorials There's some lecturers that actually want you to sign That you were there Like they literally want you to sign And so it was So I just generally think that It's because you think you have something under control But you actually really don't And you're stepping into a whole new environment That you don't know You're meeting up with people you don't know you're going to now. You're going to these parties. You don't have to ask for permission. So that adulting transition is like, oh my gosh, I can actually go. I don't have to ask for permission. And like, okay, but I need to be responsible. But it's like, ah, you only live once. You know, it's like so many things happening. You're like, I'll see you in the morning. I get you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. All right, cool. So now, um, you going back home, mm. and then you went back home, and then where to from there? Went back home, um, you know, so I eased my parents into it and then I was like, you know, I actually don't like marketing communications, you know, and like, but I knew that had I focused from first year, cause I, funny enough, I actually completed like 
my communication subject until the third year level. And then, you know, I kind of reflected and I was like, maybe marketing is really not for me, you know, but I'm excelling in the communications part. So maybe let me try and get into that because some, when you're so talkative and people always say, mm, yeah, you know, marketing communication suits you because you talk a lot, but it's really not about that. Yeah. You know, and then I took that, I ran with it and I was like, okay, let me, let me try communications. And then I went to UNISA, I was on the website and then I saw that they had a communication science. I'm like, okay, why is there science? Like, why is there science with communications? And then I read up on it and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do a BA. I've got three years and then I looked at the subjects and I was like, no, I can do this. And I mean, I've, I've done some of the subjects at UJ. I can be credited. And then I kind of fell into the same cycle again because, I mean, I had a car. Um, and that's when I had already, like, had established my social life in Pretoria. You know, so Tembisa and Pretoria was really not that far. And sure. now I'm discovering, oh, I actually have family in Pretoria. So when I go out, I can stay over there. Like, you know, there was just so many things. I fell into that trap again. And, you know, when you're meeting so many people and like people know you and it's like, okay, like you feel like you're popular and okay, whatever party you, you feel like you have to show up. And now it's with UNISA, beginning of the year, they tell you that you have an assignment in, um, April, May, so you like, okay, Feb, March, I could like live my best life. <laughs> I live my best life and then sure. the pressure comes and then it's like, oh my God, I need to do this. And I would be doing assignments two days before, you know, and now you have to cite where you got these quotes and you're like, okay, now you look and then they tell you, you can't use sites from uh, a bibliography. You can't use, um, from from the internet and now you're like okay i just have to use from the internet because why are you doing things under pressure so i never had um my detail in my work like it was not there you know sure. and the focus and everything there was i was really not focused until i started seeing my peers like graduating buying themselves cars and i was like actually what am i doing you know and these are like some of my closest friends and I was like, damn, like time has really gone by, you know? Mm. And also because now as I was going out a lot, I, I saw that, okay, I would need money. Now I need gas money. And like my mom is like, oh, I'm not giving you money to go out to a party. You know what I mean? And that's when I kind of felt it. And I was like, you know, I actually need to like pack my life. So you, in re a shelf. you realize that you're, you're not, you're not spending your time wisely. Mm. You literally wasting your time. And we go back to what I said, time management. So you see how I've been battling with this yes. thing for so many years. Yes. So that's when I was like, actually, um, and then what what changed is that my mom also got married and she moved to Brakban in the East End. And I was like, and I would I would visit her sometimes, you know, with my dad. I'd visit them. So now I was like, actually, let me make a conscious decision. I'm going to move in with my parents and I'm going to finish my degree, you know? And it I took, it took that much for you yeah, to be disciplined. It was bad. I mean, I had to move away from Pretoria. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, when they say Pretoria is yeah. like the life of groove, like I had to move away sure. and I stayed in Brakban, but I mean, I'd go to events, you know, and people would be like, Balaza, after you leave here, are you driving to Brakban? I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's where I'm going. But <laughs> if it was like a hectic party or whatever, I'd, 
at least I'd sleep home in Tembisa, you know, wake up the next day and go to Blackburn. So I, um, I mean, I think it was from 2014 that I decided that, you know what, in late 2013, 2014, I was like, I'm going to be serious. I want to finish my degree. I can just see myself wearing my gown, you know, and then I was focused. I actually pushed until 2015. I had one subject. 2015 and yeah. I, you know I was actually so annoyed because no for the first half of 2015 I had uh five because at Genisa I don't you can't register more than five subjects per semester sure. I did the five and then I was left with one so I completed the one and 2015 and this is me starting my first year at UJ was 2009 so that's how long it took me to get my degree so now tell me in terms of your 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 your, your social life mm. Um, you know, one thing that I know is that you managed to build yourself, um, quite a, quite a, I wouldn't say a fan base, but you were popular. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I, you, were, you were that girl. Yeah, like, yeah, in my, in my prime, yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the thing about me, I remember the first time, um, it was in 2009, um, I was staying with my friends in when I was at UJ and they're from Pretoria. So I knew them from, from high school and they obviously like a year above me. And then I was staying with them in first year. And then they're like, no, at the end of it, it was in June when we closed and they're like, no, we're going to homecoming. We're going to homecoming. I'm like, what is that? They're like, no, it's just a picnic. Your friends get together. And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I think at that time I wasn't really doing the, the social thing Because I was I was, I really was a party pooper Like in the first six months Of first year You know And we went to this event And that's when I got to meet So many people from Pretoria And I was like Okay these people are actually Really cool You know And I'm not those kind of people Like I'm not uptight When I meet people I mean I'm not the kind of person Where oh, We can't bring her around New people Because she can't adjust well You know I really do get along with people And the first time I meet someone, like, I could hit it off with the person, you know. So, that's kind of like how I, 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 I got a lot of friends in Pretoria. And I mean, like, people really liked hanging out with me, you know. And I would, like, chill with people. I used to, like, hang around them. And if people invite me to an event, okay, we're coming, you know what I mean? I go with my friends. And they kind of, like, showed me around Pretoria. Obviously, until I kind of, like, now I can do this on my own. You know, and it, for me, it started because I was dating someone, and then I found a boyfriend there. So I was like, okay, now I can go to Pretoria alone, I can do this on my own, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like how it grew, and then that's when, like, Twitter, I think, yeah, Twitter started in 2009, eight or nine, somewhere there. Yeah, and then like everybody was jumping onto it and yeah, following each other here and there, you know, so that also kind of like. Helped me in terms of Knowing a lot of people And sure. because I had known a lot of people In Joburg Because I, I mean when I was in, in high school I partied a lot in Joburg Like Joburg clubs, everything So I knew a lot of people in Joburg And I knew, and now I'm starting to get to know a lot of people in Pretoria And that was before like Joburg and Pretoria People would come to Pretoria for events Or um, Pretoria people would go to Joburg So that's kind of like how My name grew <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> you know, um, it's always it's always something that is interesting that um, you know when you go out, there's uh, there's a sense of um, you know people go out for different reasons, mm. 
And you know, when I when I when I read up some of the information about you, um, would you say that you're going out and what you studied uh, began to make sense? As much as previously you found it that it was a waste of time and it mm. kind of um, made you lose a bit of concentration when it comes to you studying and all of that. But at what point did you see that me going out and going to the parties, having access to all these things, mm. and here I am studying uh, marketing communications and trying to merge the two? At what point did you find that this actually is making sense? To be quite honest with you, it's only starting to make sense now because... When you're studying something, it's like, you know, even when you're in high school, your teachers, um, you, they say you're gonna need, uh, there's some subjects where they say you're gonna need them when you go in life and all of that. And you think of it practically like, oh, okay, I'm totally gonna need science when I'm like doing something that's, I mean, with radio, like I'm totally gonna need science, you know, but, with with the marketing and the communications it's only now that it's making sense because i'm understanding working with brands that's marketing and what does your brand say that's communications you know and um how how you how it communicates with people and how people actually resonate with your brand now that's like deep part of communications you know what i mean so it that's something it's only starting to make sense for me now that okay Actually, I've studied this before and now it's starting to make sense. Not like immediately after you get your degree and or oh, while you're doing these subjects, like, okay, now communications, just because you like to talk a lot. Oh, you know, uh, I study communications. Yeah, but it's not always about the practicality of it. There's mm-hmm. also some theoretical things that align with um, where you're going and what you want to do in life. And that's how I saw that it actually, it actually, it, it has actually come full circle for me. Mm-hmm. At this point Alright You do mention that At some point You were actually given money To tweet Yeah And I mean At <laughs> least Your social life Got you something Yeah You know People would always I mean It was my family members That always be like Yo The way you go out You would swear you're getting paid for it You know And That's when You know You think about it Like okay Now your friend is inviting you To a party How do you tell them That they must pay you To come and party with them You know So I was like Ah Whatever, it will come when it comes. And the way it came about is, I was, I have these, these friends, um, they DJs, they were throwing some party called Cap City Crunk in Pretoria, right? It was newest party. And my one other friend, my late friend was like to me, um, she, she's throwing, uh, she was also like trying to do events and she's like, no, I'm having a party on the 31st. I'm like, she's like, no, please tweet for me. I'm like, okay, no, I will. So, as I was tweeting, my boys hit me up and they're like, yo, Bali, we can see you tweeting this other party. Now we need you to tweet for us. Sure. You know? And I'm like, and they're like, no, we'll even pay you. And I'm like, okay, let's talk, you know? And then, so they gave me the price. I mean, they, I mean, my first tweeting gig was, yeah, 1.5 to tweet. Yo, and man. it was, yeah, I mean, th- that was some rack. Back then, it was a wreck. And I'm sure it came, it came, it, was a it came in very handy. Yeah, no, it did, eh? Yeah. So, my, so my friend said to me, she's like, um, yeah, don't forget, we're gonna start tweeting tonight. And I'm like, babe, I told you that, and I actually did communicate with her. I'm like, no, I can't tweet for you because, you know, these people are paying me and I'm doing, I can only tweet for this gig. And she's like, ah, oh, I thought we were friends. And I was like, okay, can you pay me? Like now, can you give me money? And I mean, I chose to go with the money because like, I mean, seriously, the friendship was really not feeding me at the time. Sure. And it's not to say it in a bad way, but it's just to say like, 
We also need to understand each other's value Because I didn't know my value at the time And then when they came at me with money I was like, okay yeah, That's my value now You know And that's when um, some, my other boy I mean, he, he does the cooler boxing in Pretoria As well, cooler boxing day And then he approached me as well He's like, yo I need you to do this And I'm like uh, Here's my fee So you were good at what you're doing <laughs> Yeah I was like uh, Here's my fee He's right. like uh, 1.5 And then I'm like Actually it's fine You're my boy You know It's the first time you're doing The whole like Tweeting thing And then I gave him a discount And then he paid me And then I was like okay yeah, But then January was dry Yo like, you know, no tweeting gigs and stuff. Cause I was starting to be like, okay, I could actually do this, mm-hmm. you know? But then my, my, my focus on social media moved away when I was starting to like really focus on my studies, mm. you know? So that's kind of how I lost the momentum in terms of, um, promoting events, you know? So I was, I was almost a promoter. Yeah. A real one. And how long did you do that for? I did it for about, Six months, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, the money was coming in slow. So, and that time, like, it, what what Twitter has reached now in terms of like influencers tweeting and stuff, it definitely wasn't like that back then. Yeah, you know? yeah, I remember. And yeah, now it's like like it's thick, like it's inside. Hey, people are know? making money these people days on social rack, media, bruh, Like it's hectic. You know, you know, and and I think you know it's it's something that is quite interesting as you mentioned it that. You know, it becomes like a person becomes like an entrepreneur. Mm. I mean, on my own uh, uh, um, social media platforms, I've had uh, a couple of um, people inboxing me and say, "Hey, can I actually mm. uh, promote this?" And and there's people that actually offer to grow your account. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's it's become something that is you know people actually live yeah. off by. People like. We can have PowerPoint presentations and tell you, okay, <laughs> at this time it's busy on Twitter. At that time, I mean, I could do this and drop this tweet, uh, drop a fire tweet, and they're like, boom, then your pages exploded. Like, you know, so now it's, hey, now it's, it's, it's real levels now. All right, from bringing, you, know? a, 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 you know, making your business off Twitter, uh, where, where did you take your, your, your interactiveness with people? Where did you go from there? So, um, I kind of did a little like promotions, you know, I, I've promoted dog food, you know, and yeah. I was like, I remember it was at, um, the builders, builders warehouse in Moikluf. Yeah. On, on husband thing. Sure. You know, and I was like, I, I, I just wasn't feeling the promotion thing because yes, I, I'm not afraid to speak to people, but it's so awkward. Like standing there like, Hi ma'am, don't you wanna, uh, no, that wasn't me. So I also tried the alcohol promotions and, but that just wasn't me. It just wasn't like, you know, I would always just feel like, oh, let me just go and do this thing, you know, and did it and then focus on studies. But now I remember I, I literally hit a brick wall where I was like, okay, I know I really like events. You know, um, um, I w- there was just this hunger inside of me of like, how do people put events together? You yeah. know, so I think it was 2015 where homecoming events had, um, they were hiring interns, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm 25 years old. Like, are they even going to hire me? You know, like I'm old in, in 10 years, I'm old, yeah. you know. And um, I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a chance because I've always wanted to work with them. And I'm like, dude, if you you try, you fail, you get up, you do it again. And like they called me in for the interview. 
And I mean the interview panel was actually so great Because it just wasn't you alone you know, so you were like sitting with other people yeah, They'd like asking yeah. general questions yeah. Make you feel comfortable And then, I mean, I got the job You know, and it's so funny Because my boss at the time was like You know, I didn't want to hire you And I'm like, bro, why? And he's like, no, I thought you were just here for nice times And I'm like, I, when it comes to work, I work Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really not the kind of person who Would be hungry for something And then just like you know, I'd rather it be that I'm maybe slacking or something, but I'd never get to work and be like, oh, this is just play, play. Oh, it's fun here. It's nice times. You know what I mean? So I was in there, did the internship for the, for a year. Um, I got promoted. I did, at first I was promoted to social, um, head of social media, you know, so I kind of understood why I was there because, um, my boss who we we've actually before he became my boss like we were friends he was also one of the people that i met um when i started going to pretoria sure and he put me there and i was like you know it kind of makes sense why i'm there you know but slowly i feel like my momentum was dying on social media but then when i actually joined um the company some other boys hit me up and they're like yo i need you to promote a party and i'm like the gig is back you know so i'm like okay cool now we're working with contracts I get my aunt to drop a contract Because she usually um, does like these one page of contracts for me Puts it down and I'm like okay cool And my fee was still 1.5 I tried to take it up a bit but I'm like Let me not kill the boys you know Got the contract and then I'm tweeting I'm tweeting and then it was like uh, You can't be doing this gig anymore Because you now work for a different entity You know what I mean And people would use The I mean, the momentum of that company that you're working for to ride on you and like in terms of like you promoting. So it seems like all of your followers are coming from that company. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at first I didn't understand. I was like, oh my gosh, these niggas are trying to take a bag out of my mouth. Like I can't believe this. You know what I mean? And then it kind of made sense and it's making a lot of sense to me now. And then obviously I couldn't tweet for those niggas and I lost the bag, yo. <laughs> you know, so... After that, I, that's when I, he, like my boss explained to me, he's like, no, this is, um, people, people will obviously use what the company has done. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, it kind of made sense why I can't be using my personal, um, account even to be tweeting for these people. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And then I, after social media, I was then promoted to a brand and activations. You know, I mean, at the time, I didn't know anything because with with activations, it took me back to, oh, my God, I'm going to have to, like, stop and speak to people and promote something and this and that. But it was actually really cool because of the way they um, structured the activations, you know, and brand and and like in terms of brand management, activations, social media, I, yeah, I've been in the pits. Not, not everything. Now tell me, in terms, if 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 it wasn't for that opportunity, um, do you think that you would have been able to acquire uh, some of the skills that you did at that platform somewhere else, or was it going to be as easy? Because, I mean, listening to you, someone can say that oh, you got everything because you knew one, two, and three, or you were close to this one, or you were dating him, or, or whatever the case might be. In terms of your side, do you really think that it would have been much more difficult if you had to venture into? Some of the things that you did um, You know in a, in a much different way It would have been very hard I think for me it would have been 
very hard and not taking away from the fact that if you want something, you have to go out and get it on your own, yeah. you know. But I don't think it, I think it would have taken me longer to learn the things that I've learned if I hadn't, if I had not taken that opportunity, sure, you know. And it literally, you know, it actually gave me peace of mind when my boss said to me, he's like, I actually didn't want to hire you. And then he's like, no, I thought you were here for games Because why? He knew me as He knew me from a social perspective yeah. You know what I mean? He never, you know what I mean? Like, turning up, it's nice And I come with the noise And like, let's get down, you know? So, for me, that that like That comment, like, it didn't hurt me But it was like, damn Like, I'm so glad that I proved you wrong Sure You know what I mean? Because now I actually can work hard You know so And you made yourself proud as well I made myself so proud that Because even such Like a lot of them were saying They're like Yeah, like dude Like you're doing so much And you know I'm like this, this is actually what I do It just teaches you that Do not judge a person By what you see And people are different In certain situations In, in yeah. certain environments Different environments yeah. So don't ever think That just because this person Can be partying until 5am They actually cannot deliver On what they're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. You know So that it made me very proud And I was like I showed you <laughs> I, I Actually You know what you're saying Is actually very important mm. Because I have conversations With a lot of people Especially with some of my friends That don't go party mm. And you know When you talk about partying And going out It's 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 like You're talking about Something that is distractive mm. You know um, They see the partying world As something that is You know It's for people that You know they, They're just bored You know mm. Or you do it because You're crazy Or you're a person That likes drinking mm. Your head You know you, you, you know It's all a, a negative things Yeah And one thing that I've found I mean I can I can I can really relate to the to the whole Twitter thing because when I came to Twitter I was I was really interested in terms of the events. I was studying something totally different. Yeah. But when I went onto social I've always been someone that is in touch with social media. I always want to know what's going on and some of my friends have always been in this media um, social media platforms So I started off by really observing You know, I would see posters in those days You know, it was a thing When you yeah, see like, posters like, hey, you know, you know what's going on hey, there hey, yeah. You know, you really wanted to be part of <laughs> yeah. everything And I really learned a lot And, you know, um, I can say that I'm also one of the people that as and, and I'm in the media space right now I can tell you that some of my first learnings or lessons I got them by just being on social media because mm. you learn so much, especially within the space. Mm. And, and some people think that social media is just a waste of time and it can do a lot of things mm. for you and it teaches you a lot. And I think, um, there's a lot of things that, you know, one can learn and lessons from social media. I mean, some people are brands today. People make money out of social yeah. media. It's online. And again, I mean, Twitter has progressed from the back in the was, days yeah, to what it is right now. It does so much. Mm. So now tell me in terms of you and what you were doing with homecoming, you were doing your internship, you were earning money. Now, obviously you're finding yourself in this kind of a professional setup. Um, you know, and, and, and I see that, um, you served for quite some time. How was that experience? It was, it was really great because the people that were leading me. Sure. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm really saying this like, are people of good character, you know, and, and I'm, and I'm not taking away from the fact that it's, um, People, they, they perfect and they can never be wrong. But the guidance that I got and even some people that we would interact with that were freelancers. These are people like, I would, I would just like sit and be like, wow, like these people are so great. Like, can they even see themselves? You know? So that's what I'm saying is that I took a lot from, 
from a character perspective, I took a lot because I came in in as my old self, feisty. You know, if anybody starts me, I'm ready to like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't understand um, how to how to act in a professional environment. And sure. the thing about entertainment and events is that sometimes it becomes just so chilled. Like you could go to work wearing sneakers, jeans, and now you're like, okay, you know. Like we, we we cool like that, yeah. and sometimes like your boundaries get crossed. So, what I learned from serving under those people was character. Is that even if we're upset that somebody didn't fulfill their duties, you can't now wanna like gang up on the person, you know, and yeah. just like. No more involve the person, you know, cause I'm, I mean, I'm speaking from a perspective that there were so many times where I dropped the ball and my, and, and my boss, like he would reprimand me, but he would also just not exclude me. Yeah. So it kind of made me feel like, okay, wow. Like usually when somebody doesn't fulfill a duty or somebody hurts you or somebody does something, you cut them off. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why I learned that, okay, you don't like in life, you actually don't have to operate like that. Sure. You know, so I took a lot of lessons of character. More than, um, I mean, I did learn a lot of things in terms of what the job, um, has taught me and everything that I had to do, but character for me was the one thing that stood out. That's why to, to this day, those are the first people that I can call and be like, I've got a problem. Like, I need your advice on a certain situation, you know, and they always advise me from a character perspective, not from a, um, you under this person, um, you above this person, so you can do this. It's just like, we're human. So that's what I enjoyed the most in terms when of of me serving yeah. at the time, you know. And I'm sure you learned a lot of uh, time management. I, I did. Uh, you know what? Actually, no. I actually did. Yeah. But like, that's why it, it's also another thing that event eventing is so crazy that you could literally tell yourself that okay, I know that I have to be. I have I have a document to do. The document is needed at like ten or eleven, you know. So now you focus on that. But there's so many other things that are happening at the same time, and then there's somebody who's dropping the ball. Now you have to like try and pick it up because this is a company thing. This is a team thing. It's not a you thing, and it's not a oh they drop it. I'm not picking it up. We'll see how far they get because at the end of the day, it reflects on you as well. True, you know. So. You will get a phone call like, okay, no, we need you to do this. Oh my gosh, I'm actually typing a document now. Can I finish? Okay, you'll see how you manage your time. That's actually how eventing is. Sure. You know, and it comes with a lot of love. Like you need passion. Like this is, it was this year where I actually discovered that this is my passion. Like I cannot be without it. Like yeah. I will literally like die. Yeah. You know, because there's times where I just feel like, okay, I'm really tired, but it's, it's, I think it's the middle part of it is, is the passion that pushes you to actually get up and like, I'm going to go, I'm tired, but I'm definitely going to show up. Sure. Mm. Now you say that you, you left eventing events mm. and, and, and entertainment. Yeah. Where did you go from there? <laughs> I don't think I can say the company's name though, but I was definitely in corporate. I was definitely in a, Auditing, accounting for like it was like it was crazy, you know. And I think what took me there was how it looked because I also kind of battled with perceptions when it come when it came to like social media because I was like, oh, corporate is so nice and like you know you have your car and you're wearing the heels and you always dressed up and you look nice. Oh, they look cute, you know what I mean? I was like, 
I want to be like that. Sure. And I got there. It was nice um, for the first few months. And then I had to move to Joburg, you know? Mm. Joburg was tough in that place. The it city was of tough. God. You know, and I was like, and I mean, it was mostly tough because sometimes it's the working relationship you have with people, you know? And I was like, that's when I actually felt like I actually can't do this, you know? I would rather have the pressure in something that I love. You know what I mean? I'd rather somebody be like, no, you need to perform, you need to do this, you need to do that with something that is my passion. And I realized like, I'm not that person. Mm. That's when I started to discover myself that I'm not that person and it's fine. Like there are people for that life and they're happy with it. I tried it. It's not me. So I tried to, I tried to excel and that's why I went back to events because that's when it hit me that this is actually what I need to breathe. And I remember calling my ex boss. I'm like, I need you to help me. I need to get out of this place. I cannot do it. I'm about yeah. to resign. I need you to do something for me, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, okay, just send me a CV. We'll see what we can do. And then, you know, he helped me a lot. Like he tried a lot of things, you know, but they, it, they didn't work, you know? And that's when I just had a conversation with God and I was like, you know what, God, it's 2018. You'll see where you take me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I'm in it, you know, I'm loving it. I'm doing different things every day. It's crazy, but it's the crazy that I love, you know, mm. and, you know, big events and it's great. When you say, because I mean, you, you, you're quite vague right now mm. and, and, you know, um, do you have the opportunity or the privilege to, to, to change jobs? There's mm. people that are stuck in the, mm. in their offices. There's people that are doing jobs that, that they hate. Mm. And, uh, there's so much that is at stake to the point that, if if they ever actually begin to think about moving, there's a lot of things that, that will stand still, especially mm. from a financial perspective. Mm. Those are some of the realities that you know. It, you know, it's all nice to say, okay, I I was in this job, yeah. and then I went to this job. What are some of the things that you had to make sure that are stable for you and to be safe? You know, it's 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 funny you ask me that because I'm a mom, right? Sure. And um. I was, I stayed in that job because of my son, but it's, you know, the, w- when you actually start to analyze your mission on earth, you realize that you have certain responsibilities, but you also have responsibilities to yourself, you know, and I suffered. I, I, I literally couldn't breathe in that world. You know, the corporate was just not for me. I couldn't breathe. I was always stressed. I was like, and Funny enough, um, beginning of Jan, right? They called me in and they're like, "Yo, no, we've noticed that your work is lacking and this and that." And you know, they tried like, "No, we'll just try." You know, in December they said that, and then Jan they called me in again, and then the week I was gonna resign, and I was like, I, I spoke to God. I'm like, "Ah, uh, bro, I don't care what's gonna happen. I'm leaving here because I cannot do this." Sure. I've got one lost salary. That I will stretch out for my son and myself, but I will see what's going to happen. And they call me and they're like, um, we're not going to renew your contract. I smiled and I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, we just feel like, you know, there's a certain person for the job. I'm like, I, I agree with you guys. I agree. And they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, cool. And my, my colleagues, like the ones that I was close with, they're like, so what did they say? I'm like, I'm not coming back another month. That's what they see it. I mean, can we go get a drink? <laughs> you know? And they're like, um, okay. And I was, I was the joy that I had inside because it's 
this is what God I've I've been saying to God like God please remove me for this from this miserable situation you sure. know and He took me out of it and after my last day because the day before my last day they were like okay um you can actually take today as your last day I'm like what I don't have to come back tomorrow thank you you know what I mean and then I I, I handled it with grace you know left the place in in such good spirits even good spirits with the people that were working there because I never ever showed them how I was really feeling because it was a me problem sure you know what I mean and I left and literally two weeks later I was I found something in an event literally. That was like I had already made my pact with God that God, you will see me through this. Like sure. I'm not gonna stress about that. Sure. And literally two weeks after that, I was back in my passion. So, all right. We normally say this is the shortest hour of the, of the week. Yeah. And you know, it was just a minute ago that we started the show, <laughs> and then we were at the end. But yeah. really, um, your last words for someone that really wants to get into this kind of type of a career, mm. events, or even want to study um, marketing communication. What advice would you have quickly in thirty seconds? Okay, I would say it takes a lot of um, patience, resilience, and a lot of character because you're going to be dealing with different types of people. You need to know when to switch it up and when to take it down a notch. And um, for communications, I'm going to say the same thing I've been saying. If it's your passion. Take this time to discover your passion And once you find that fire Light it up Like keep on burning the flame Awesome you know, yeah. Alright thank you so much Balissa for coming through thank It was a really you. really 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 big pleasure to have you, you so On much. our show um, uh, Yeah thank you so much And, and all the best for, for your future And everything that you're going to be doing And yeah we'll, we'll see you on the other side But yeah this is my name DJ Spokuzi Thank you so much for tuning in onto the uh, CliffCentral.com We're going to catch you next week Same time same place 11 to 12pm um, On CliffCentral.com This is CliffCentral.com